Hello, Purse Strings listeners. Thank you for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm's most decorated radio series. Discover the Purse Strings listening experience in a brand new way. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to new episodes live every week or download any of the over 200 past episodes or sample from our extensive library of radio shows that every internet marketer should check out without opening up your purse. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes store or in Google Play today. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, product professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Webmaster Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, an article. That was originally published in Business New Daily and then featured on Mashable, where my trusty researchers came across it just the other week. And um, it's all about small businesses. Um, Seven out of ten entrepreneurs say they would start their businesses all over again. And almost half of all Americans are harboring entrepreneurial dreams of their own. Now, we know that everyone kind of dreams of, or a lot of people, not everyone, dreams of starting their own business, especially in this day and age of not so solid uh, work futures at most company. Uh, But it's interesting that um, more small business owners say that even though they love what they do, it's become more challenging in the past half decade of running their business. Overall, 59% of small business owners say running a business is harder today because of the economy, new technologies, and increased competition. So, uh, interesting that we know that mobile, though, is also helps small businesses. And uh, we also know that even though it's tough to run your own business sometimes, it's a heck of a lot better than working for the man. Our first profile today is the Kate Spade Shopper. She's a woman 35 years old, married with a household income of more than $60,000, who loves to go online shopping, but also prefers the retail experience during the holidays, especially. There's more than a half a million of these women out there, average age of 35. Very fashion aware, consider themselves to be very unique, optimistic on life experience seekers and loving novelty and change and of course they love to indulge those kids who doesn't she's shopping at macy's and kohl's nordstrom and the gap she's driving volkswagen toyota and chevy and of course she loves her kate spade that's why she's the kate spade shopper along with calvin klein victoria's secret and ann taylor you can connect with her in parenting magazines and fashion magazines so Vanity Fair, People, Good Housekeeping, Marie Claire, In Style and Parenting are all big ones, as well as the behemoth of Better Homes and Gardens. Um, She's online a lot, as well as watching cable and network television. 
but those magazines are definitely a huge driver. So joining me today uh, on Purse Strings are two women who know a lot about women, but they also know a lot about bloggers. Um, They're the author of a recent study on mom blogger influencers, Wendy Shears, the managing partner of the Social Studies Group, which is a market research firm specializing in the use of social media conversations, and Shelley Kramer, the founder of V3 Integrated Marketing, which is a full-service integrated marketing, digital communications, and social media agencies. Wendy and Shelly are on the program today to talk about insights on influencer moms, influencer bloggers, who also happen to be one and the same. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Business is changing. And new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Market Edge with Glenn Engler. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Joining me today are Wendy Shearer, Managing Partner, the Social Studies Group, and Shelley Kramer, Founder of V3 Integrated Marketing. They're authors of a study around mom blogger influencers. Uh, now, we're going to have Wendy and Shelley tell you a little bit more about both of their um, organizations, but I can tell you the Social Studies Group is a market research firm that specializes in using social media conversations to help companies better understand pretty much their entire world. And V3 Integrated Marketing is a full-service integrated marketing digital communications and social media agency. Wendy and Shelley, welcome to the program. Thank you. Good morning. 
Well, I gave just very high-level introductions of both of your organizations, but feel free to give us more details since you have the floor. Great. Well, this is Wendy. Um, the Social Studies Group is, like Maria said, a market research firm. We specialize in using social media conversations and visual content to help companies understand their competitors, their customers, their industries. Uh, we specialize in ethnography, which is a virtual ethnography technique. We do linguistic analyses of social media and help understand uh, organizational and brand messaging, create universes of social media worlds so that we can look deeper into them to understand what's being said, and we do advanced social media monitoring for knowledge accumulation and analysis. Very nice. Boy, I'm, I'm just tired thinking about <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. It's all good, Shelley. I'm sure that you can match that, right? You know, that kind of makes my head hurt a little bit, which also tells you one of the reasons that Wendy and I are such good friends because um, I want her and her brain on my team on a regular basis. Um, I'm not nearly as exciting. Um, B3 is an integrated marketing agency, and um, and I, I'm a brand strategist, so I focus on, you know, helping my clients look at the bigger picture. Um, you know, it's not a lot of times people – come to someone like me, come to an agency, any agency, and think that they need a, a tactic. They think that they need social media, or they think that they need a blogger outreach campaign, or they think that they need one part of an equation, when what they really might need is a bigger picture and an overall strategy um, that utilizes different tactics. So, so I'm a strategist. We work with clients in both the B2B space and the B2C space both of which are equally fascinating to me. And, um, and everything about marketing today is data-driven. And so that really kind of explains a little bit about my relationship with Wendy. And, and we're not only very close personal friends, but we collaborate together often because um, data drives so many of the decisions that we make, that we make on behalf of our clients, that we lead our clients down the path of. And so there's just today that's the most important component of any kind of marketing campaign or marketing strategy. I don't know, Shelley. You sound pretty impressive, I think. Don't sell yourself short there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you, you mentioned you have been working together for a while. I think I read you've been collaborating since 2009. And you just mentioned, you know, data is such a strong component. But what makes it such a strong partnership between the two organizations? Well, I think that, um, Shelley again, I think that, I was thinking about this this morning, and I think that Wendy loves data. Wendy's a, a statistician, a researcher with um, a, such a firm grasp on everything related to data beyond, you know, we, we hear her talk about what it is she does, and we both say, oh, my gosh, you know, my head hurts. But it's so amazing. And, um, and so Wendy's a researcher that loves marketing, and I'm a marketer that loves data. So <laughs> we're like the perfect marriage, and, and, it's, and we really do. You know, and, and I, we both also, um, because we have such a deep understanding of what the other one does and what the other skill sets are, we also are individually strong drivers of one another's business because, you know, I come across somebody who needs what Wendy does, and directly channel them to her, and they become customers for life. And Wendy does the same thing with me, and so we really do, I think it all goes back to we have such a deep understanding of 
what one another does, what our strengths are, and how that impacts the overall success of, you know, and and helps um, cl- helps customers, help clients get to what they need, which is, you know, really maximizing the impact of any money that they spend on marketing or mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. Well, and you did collaborate uh, late last year on this uh, mom blogger influencer study, which is why we're chatting today. I know you, you sought out around 300 moms in the United States, but they were also bloggers, right? Yes. Um, all of the respondents were bloggers. Shelley and I spread the word through social media and specifically through some very strong blogging communities and conferences and were pretty excited that so many of these mom bloggers were willing to take the time to answer the survey. So it was pretty exciting. Well, and I know, you know, when you talk to moms, you get one thing. When you talk to bloggers, you get probably another. What were you hoping to find out when you, when you talked to mom bloggers? Well, we were really hoping to find out a couple of very specific things. We wanted to understand about the relationship between how a blogger spends her time online, thinking about Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter and other people's blogs, other platforms, and how that relates to where their traffic comes from, to understand better about the relationship between the traffic and their usage. And additionally, the relationship between how much time they spend working online versus what their payback is, thinking that it would be very helpful from a brand perspective to understand more about the diversity and the the depth of some of these bloggers. Mm -hmm. Well, and we know they're savvy, and I think that your study certainly shows that they are. We'll get into that in more detail. They, They go beyond their own blogs to connect with their readers. So where are these mom bloggers spending the bulk of their social time online? Well, they're spending about a third of their time on Facebook and almost 20% on Twitter. Another 17 or 18% is spent on other people's blogs, which is really important to understand because that's talking about community and about these people talking to each other and not just speaking in a vacuum. So they're really networking and engaging and reading with each other and on lots of different platforms. Mm-hmm. And the channels that they are engaging in, you said Facebook, definitely one of them. Is that one of the more effective ways for them to reach their target reader and drive it back to their own blog, or are there other channels that are are almost as effective? Um, Facebook really is the largest driver. Now, you could say that that's because they're spending that much time on Facebook and working on that platform so so deeply. Um, Twitter is contributing about 19%, which is slightly more than the time that they're spending on it. So mm-hmm. there's a bit of a balance there, but Facebook is the hugest driver. Search engines, though, also contribute quite a bit of traffic, which confirms what Shelley tells me all the time, which is about learning how to write for optimization, which is mm-hmm. something that she's extremely strong at um, teaching. But other people's blogs also are a really big driver of traffic, about 13%. Mm-hmm. And Pinterest is a pretty big driver, too. It's under 10%, but it's still pretty substantial. Yeah, I was wondering about Pinterest because I was curious if the focus on the channel depended on the focus of the blog. So, for example, food and fashion blogs are so image-focused. You know, just if they're, they're beautiful on, uh, leveraged on Pinterest. So I'm curious if you saw more of those kinds of blogs um, spending more time on a more visual tool like Pinterest, for example? Yes, we do see a lot more of that because when somebody has a visual type of subject matter that they're covering, they tend to be using the visual platforms more often. 
but the data doesn't really prove that. It's more of more anecdotal. If you look at which bloggers are doing which um, which kind of content, people who do have beautiful food and fashion and style appear to be uh, more in the visual platforms. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So intuitively then, I would say that if these mom bloggers are spending time on Facebook and Twitter and to a, a lesser degree Pinterest, that perhaps we should be engaging them um, you know, on those channels as well as marketers. I mean, would that be the, the right leap for me to make? Well, here's yes, where it gets a little tricky. Go ahead, I'd love to hear what you have to say first. <laughs> this is where it gets a little tricky. It's easy for a brand to look at this data and to listen to this conversation and say, oh, these women are on Facebook. Um, and Facebook is working for them. So that's what we need to do. We need to spend more time on our Facebook page. And that's where a brand can absolutely miss the essence of what we're talking about. Because what's happening with these bloggers and with these women is that they are using Facebook as people. They are sharing thoughts on Facebook. They are sharing content. They have built big networks. They have a lot of people who are truly friends on Facebook. They have conversations. They belong to Facebook groups. They share resources. They share information. They they ask for support and things that they're doing or campaigns that they're participating in. And so they are using Facebook as people. When you try as a brand to barge into that, first of all, you have to understand that nobody's inviting a brand into a private Facebook group. And that when you're, when you're a brand, unless you're paying for your content to be seen, um, keep your posts don't show up in the news feed um, to any more than about 10% of your audience. And what I find, we're, we actually manage brand pages for Facebook pages for clients, um, but where I find that people often miss the boat with regard to this in general is that they don't understand that when you're, when you're managing Facebook for a brand, that it's not, you know, successful community management does not equate to three posts, Facebook posts a day and four Twitter posts day and one Pinterest post a day and call it good. That's not engagement. That's not participating in community. And that's what these women, mostly women, there's some men that are bloggers as well, but that's what these women truly understand, the importance of community and supporting one another and engaging in conversation. And and you can do this as a brand when you're using Facebook or Twitter or anything else by simply, you know, following conversations, by commenting on things that bloggers post, by, by drawing them into conversation, by, um, by participating as an individual on Facebook instead of as a brand. Um, because nobody really wants to have a conversation with a diaper company, but they might love to have a conversation with Shelly, who's an account manager for the diaper company, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that it's, it's really important to understand that these women – are have been for a long time experts at community, building and supporting one another, um, engaging in conversation and that sort of thing. And that's, I think, where marketers don't get it. So I mm-hmm. think there's a huge opportunity for those that do to really capitalize and to really build strong relationships. 
Mm-hmm. And it really is about speaking one-on-one as a relationship, not necessarily as the big brand. Um, Wendy, did you have something you wanted to add to that? No, Shelly did a great job with that. <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, so, you know, the point of all of this, of course, is when we put our big brand hat on, um, you know, it may not be um, the right place to have the big brand conversation on Facebook to intercept the blogger there. But we are seeking out those relationships with with influential bloggers. And uh, I know a lot of our clients um, will say, well, what about the really big blogs? And uh, we will often say in, in my business, you know, bigger isn't always better. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Wendy are big proponents of that. And some of the some of the people who you know, and it depends on what your goal is, and this is where the strategy comes in. Um, you know, some of the women who have you know, our data showed that people who have I think it's under five thousand um visits a month to their blog have some of the most engaged communities and really are sharing great information and have, you know, some of these people publish a blog post and have, you know, 100 people comment on a blog post. Let me tell you, as someone who not only writes a corporate blog focused on marketing and social media and things like that, but somebody who also writes corporate blogs for all of our clients, I mean, getting 100 comments on a blog post is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, but that shows you the sense of community that these bloggers have built and developed and that they are, it's about conversations. It's about conversations on Facebook. It's about conversations on Twitter. It's about conversations on their blog. Um, Pinterest is a little bit different because it's not really a conversational, um, it's not really a conversational platform. It's such a visual platform. Mm-hmm. But, but I think that it's really important to understand that that's, um, that you when you seek out relationships, it's not only you know you can go to the big dog, but you got to have a lot of money. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes that you get, um, and you know this is just a, this is just an opinion. And Wendy, we haven't ever talked about this, but I feel like sometimes bloggers who've made it big. Sometimes after a while, the audience starts to peter out. Or sometimes what I think that I personally see is that they start to become so commercialized and that everything that they're doing is tied to a paid campaign for a brand. And so to me, they kind of begin to lose their original voice and they begin to lose what it was they might have attracted me to them to begin with. And um, so and that's, that's just a personal opinion there. So, Wendy, I'd be interested to see what you think. Well, I think you make some very good points. And the other thing about these kind of mid-sized blogs is that they're frequently the most diverse. So they're on the most different platforms reaching some varied audiences. So there's a lot more power than just the number of how much blog traffic they actually get. They have communities all over the place. And it, I think it's a really terrific niche way to go. And it's this community building piece, which is the engagement that Shelley was talking about, is very important. I think a lot of those mid-sized bloggers are really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And in, in our experience, that's what we found out is once you get to a certain threshold, I would agree with what you're saying that they tend to a be incredibly expensive. And B, while they have the reach, the passion of the readership 
may have actually lessened um, over time. So it's just kind of an interesting thing that I think sometimes happens in the progression of those blogs. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and Wendy and Shelley, when we come back, we're going to talk about emerging channels that may be on your radar that maybe aren't even on bloggers' radar yet. So more when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Affiliate Marketing Today. Since 2004, the best source for affiliate marketing news, views, and education. Your source for getting the most out of your affiliate marketing strategies. Affiliate Marketing Today. On demand anytime. Inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Joining me today are Wendy Shearer, Managing Partner of the Social Studies Group, and Shelley Kramer, founder of V3 Integrated Marketing. And they are an authors of a recent study around mom blogger influencers. And we've been talking a lot about the power of the small to mid-size uh, blogs and, um, and also kind of that these mom bloggers are not necessarily just on their own blogs. They're on other blogger uh, sites as well as Facebook is a big driver, Twitter also, and Pinterest less so. Um, curious, I know you talked a little bit about analytics and kind of that um, optimization of the site. Talk a little bit more about what these bloggers are doing to optimize their channels. 
Well, I think that Lucy Shelley and um, Wendy are both very focused on data and analytics. And I think that one thing we see, actually it's across the board, it's not just with bloggers, I think it's with marketers and business owners everywhere. They're gradually starting to understand the importance of data. And um, and it's, a, it's an evolution. It's um, So understanding the importance of optimizing your website, understanding the importance of writing to the web and how to optimize your post title and how to optimize the content in your posts. And we actually do a lot of speaking at conferences across the United States. And, and we also work with agencies and brands, too, and try to help them understand how, to, how important optimizing your content is and then how important um, reliance on your data is. So, so I think that, yes, analytics play a role in a blogger's world. Um, and sometimes, you know, some people are more adept at that than others. Um, and, I, and I feel like it's a constant focus. Um, how can we understand this better? How can we do a better job? How can we do better reporting? Um, and so, so they understand how important um, optimization is. I was having a conversation yesterday with um, a blogger friend of mine. We were talking about Google Plus, and she was telling me that she's managed. She's into um, farming and backyard farming, and she writes a lot on those topics and. Um, and on, you know, things related to backyard farming like um, canning and preserves and that sort of thing. And um, she was telling me that as we started to understand the importance of writing more optimized content, um, she's been building a Google Plus community focused on this. And she's built a community of 11,000 people now who are interested in some component of what she's writing about focused on backyard farming. And how that impacts Google and the search results that she realizes as a result is enormous. So not everybody's there yet, um, and not what it, you know. And, and so it, it really is an evolution. And again, whether you're a marketer, a small business owner, um, a huge brand, or a blogger, um, understanding that writing for the web is truly an art. And so paying attention to your post titles and paying attention to your content and how it's optimized and how it's tagged and then where you're sharing it and what techniques you're using to share it, which I'm sorry is what I'm saying is starting to make your head hurt because that's <laughs> part of this equation that I deal with. Um, but those things all, you know, it's all a piece of the same puzzle. And um, and so they're very much people are very much focused on this, focused on using these tactics, and focused on getting better results as a result. Well, and you talked about how everybody's not there yet, which leads me to my next question. We've talked about Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and to some regard, Pinterest is still somewhat emerging. But do you see some lesser-known channels being used by bloggers or who are maybe more advanced than their their blogger counterparts? Well, I, I think that Google Plus is a really important channel, and in many respects, as amazing as it is, uh, because it's Google, um, it, it's, so, it's something I consider a lesser channel because uh, there are a lot of people that don't understand the power of Google Plus. There are a lot of people that don't understand how Google Plus plays directly into search results. I, I'm not sure wh why it, it's such a leap for people to get that. Google the search engine, Google Plus, the network how those two work together 
seems common sense to me. Um, but I'm seeing I'm seeing more people paying attention to that. Um, I, I think that I'm also paying a lot of attention to Instagram and its evolution mm-hmm. and um, how people are using Instagram, how mm-hmm. brands are using Instagram, how bloggers are using Instagram, how people are using Instagram as an e-commerce vehicle. I think is really interesting. Um, Wendy, I'm sure you have some ideas on some of those channels as well. Absolutely. Well, I, I do agree that Instagram is a really important but very different kind of platform, more like Pinterest, except that the commenting seems to be much more um, apparent to me. So to me, that's very important. Plus, there's a lot of people doing multiple platform sharing with the same content, which I'm not sure I'm always a fan of, but I can certainly understand with the visual content how that can work really well across platforms. It's been very interesting to watch that as well. Um, as far as video, certainly there are a lot of people playing with the short videos from Vine and from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking a wait-and-see attitude. Shelley might have a different opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vine seems to have really caught on, and uh, and we're seeing other platforms start to add video components like Facebook. I'm just curious what what you think the power of that is. So, well, I think the power is huge, and, and it's funny. I didn't mention it because I don't really consider video to be new, but it is underused by a lot of people, mm-hmm. and... Um, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. I wrote a blog post on this the other day, on this topic the other day. But, um, you know, the thing about video is that anything you want to know how to do, you can find on YouTube, okay? Anything. You want to learn how to knit. You want to learn how to can preach preserves. You want to bake a cherry pie. You want to learn how to change the oil on your car. You don't have to read anything. You don't have to go to a class. You can go to the Internet. Um, my seven-year-old twins, go and, and watch it makeup tutorials all the time. It's crazy. Um what kind of parent I am too. Um, but my point is that video sells things. And, um, and, and the, the post that I wrote on this topic was talking about how important integrating video into your integrated marketing strategies is. And one of the examples that I used was that I saw um, a girlfriend of mine post a video on Facebook one day. And I thought, oh, I wonder what she's up to. And so I clicked over and I watched the YouTube video. And she had been in an event the night before, and one of the things that she had gotten as a, a gift for showing up was a Conair hair dryer that was kind of like a brush that uh, twirls. And she said, so this video was awesome because she was in her bathroom with wet hair and I'm looking at her, I'm cracking up going, only Audrey would do this, you know. But I'm thinking, oh, look, her bathroom looks a lot like my bathroom. Oh, look, she has white marker, just like I do. Oh, look how great she is. She's sitting here doing this video with wet hair, and I need to video, but I love this. And then she starts to use this device. And she's saying, oh, well, this is cool, and oh, this is how it spins, and this is kind of interesting. Oh, it made my hair... Know, dry quicker or it gave me more volume. or But the reality of it was she was discovering how to use this tool right there with me. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? went to Target that day and I spent $69 and I bought the tool. And then I loved it so much, I bought a second one so that I could keep one upstairs and one downstairs. And the other thing that I did was tell everybody on the planet that has little girls with tangly hair, how cool this is and how it helps me get out the door in the morning before school. And then what I did is I wrote a blog post about it, and now what I'm doing is telling you about it. So what's the reach of Aussie's video? And, oh, by the way, 
Let me also mention that that video, which is now two years old, had 75,000 views on Facebook wow. and YouTube. Yeah, powerful. And again, it was it felt really authentic. Well, clearly a great example of um, the power of video, Shelley. You know, you've got uh, you're you're in the right mind space to see the video. You had a need. You were discovering the product, and she discovered the product. You were driven purchase and then recommend, which is what every brand wants to happen. Right. While not. Um, in general uh, by a lot of people, but I think these tools like mine is, is really kind of bringing it back uh, in new and different ways, in ways where people are really comfortable um, utilizing the video. Um, sadly, we are going to have to wrap it up. I, like I could talk for another half hour <laughs> on all of this, but um, I would love to be able to drive some people to your sites. And um, Shelly, I think for V3 Integrated Marketing, you should go to V3IM.com, am I right? And um, Wendy for Social Studies Group. Um, it's the Social Studies Right. Social com, studies am I right? Com. Yes. Thank Great. You. Well, thank you both so very much for being on today. We covered a ton of, of territory, and I'm so glad that you were able to share some insights from your mom blogger influencer study from last year, and I wish you the best of luck. I'm sure this will be a partnership that will continue since it's been going strong since 2000. So uh, congratulations and much more success. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. Please join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.